Some of his blonde hair is stuck to the sweat on his forehead, and as he brushes it away, the gesture is watched by a number of women. They scan his face, then move lower to his smooth, athletic, naked torso, and like what they see. Two women make repeated attempts to get eye contact with him. They're in their twenties. One has a straight, blonde bob, the other long, dark hair. They're both wearing tight dresses that stop at the top of their thighs. They're whispering to each other, describing the way he looks as though he were a god, with his full lips and straight, prominent nose, like the hero in some old-fashioned book for girls, or an ancient Greek drama. He glances briefly back at them, nothing more. All he wants to do right now is dance, surrender his body to the rhythmic looping music and free his soul from all thought and feeling. He takes a swig from the bottle of beer clutched in his hand, looks around. Suddenly, his face cracks into a broad smile and his eyes light up. He takes a few steps forward and stumbles over a cable, but regains his balance and heads toward the dark-haired woman. For a brief few seconds, she seems to be wondering what to say to him. Then she gets pushed aside by a thick-set man in a black vest, forcing his way past her from behind. The two men raise their right arms in the air, and their palms meet in a powerful slap. They embrace, and the thick-set man says something into the blonde man's ear. He nods in response, and they push their way off the dance floor. The men's room stink of piss from the rusty trough of the urinal, and the tiled walls are covered with tags and stickers, advertising underground clubs and obscure websites. The door closes behind them, and the noise is muffled to such an extent that they no longer have to shout in each other's ears. The bare-chested man grabs hold of his friend's huge shoulders and gives him a gentle shake. Fuck, Abdullah. It's good to see you. I was starting to think you were never going to show up. Oh, you know. Had some things to do. At this time of day. Zack looks at his watch. 3.35. You're working late? Abdullah smiles. Whatever it takes to get good stuff for my friend. He opens the door to one of the three cubicles and makes a theatrically low bow. After you, Monsieur Harry. The toilet lid is covered with little scratches from razor blades and other sharp objects. Abdullah empties a small transparent bag and chops the contents up with a visa card from Nordia Bank. Zack can't help looking at the card as the cocaine is cut. Khan Abdullah, it says below the sixteen digits. He knows that his friend actually spells his name differently, but the tax office managed to get both names wrong when the Khan family arrived in Sweden in 1993. Years later, Abdullah tried to get them to correct their mistake, which they were prepared to do for several thousand kroner. Abdullah chose to carry on having his name misspelled. There you go. Dig in, he says, passing a thick pink straw to Zack. Zack looks at his friend in surprise. What the fuck's this? Have you started snorting coke with straws from McDonald's? Not McDonald's. There's a too long and thin. This one's from the new milkshake place at Hornstall. They're a bit too long, so I cut them in half. Then they're the perfect size. Yeah, but what the fuck? Why use straws at all? Pink ones at that. What happened to the chrome tube you had in that gorgeous little case? Zack asks, with sarcastic stress on the word gorgeous. The cops, you know. If you've got something like that in your pocket, they go ballistic at once, even if you're completely clean. 
Yeah, yeah, give it here then, Zack says, snatching the straw. He lowers his nose to it and inhales sharply as he moves the straw along the line. They sit on the cramped cubicle floor next to the toilet for a while, just looking at each other as they wait for the cocaine to kick in. Thoughts become focused again. Vision gets clearer. Everything's fine. Everything's great. The world has sharply chiseled edges. Zack looks into Abdullah's eyes. He knows plenty of people but only has one real friend, and they've been through a hell of a lot together. Years of madness, hardship, and constant struggle, and love, brotherly love. I'd take a bullet for you, Zack thinks. He feels his chest lurch at the thought. Abdullah meets his gaze, and it's as if he can read his friend's mind. He nods gently back at him. 